This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the Sunday special episode of the U Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. Jordana, it's so good to be back here with you for our Sunday special. Love the Sunday special. People are into these episodes, right? We get some great tweets about these. People really like them. They're nice little like bites of the podcast that are very easily shareable. You guys should share them with friends, tweet about it, talk about it in the reviews. This is, yeah, yeah. Listen, we're, I've kind of leaned off of the, the, the gas on our Wednesday's episode of being like rate, review, subscribe, share, share, share. I'm going to start putting my pedal to the metal on these episodes. These are the ones to share. These are the ones to share. Tell a friend. These are the ones to text to someone. Send the link. Anyone going through an issue like this, these are the ones that make your Instagram stories. These Sunday specials are the best appetizer to getting someone into the show. So share, share, share. Get involved. Get people involved. Let's let's do it. You ready? Let's do it. All right. Hi, J&J. Love listening to your podcast and breakdown of, of things. And I thought I would share my most recent dating disaster. A couple months ago, I met some coworkers at a brewery. My intern, aka first year resident, I'm in my third year of residency. Okay, so not just this isn't somebody like coming to New York City working in fashion. This is like a doctor intern. Right. Okay. More legit intern. (laughs) Yeah, real intern. So her real intern brought his roommate along, who is also friends with her with my chief resident. After seeing the two of us interact, both my it's intern like and It's like Grey's Anatomy. I'm sorry to interrupt. This is really <laughs> sexy. I love that all these people are smart and, you know, out there. Frontline workers. This is great. I feel like there's a lot of doctor, like, hooking up. Oh, Because you're, like, together to all day. It's high-intensity situation. I Absolutely. get it. Um, after seeing the two of us interact, both my intern and my chief thought it would be a good idea to set us up. My friend reached out to my intern to convey my interest, and he subsequently passed along my number to the roommate. A week went by and I never heard from the roommate. My friend reminded me that it was 2020 and girls could ask guys out. um, And I was definitely interested. So I ended up reaching out to my intern a couple weeks later and just asked for the roommate's number. That night, the roommate texted and asked me out. So she just asked for the number. Mm. Okay. The following week, we went out. It was great. We met for drinks at 7 and talked until they kicked us out at 10 p.m. at closing. Hello, coronavirus. And we ended up seeing each other pretty regularly after that. Over the next six weeks, we went out at least twice a week and started having regular sleepovers. He wasn't the best best texter all the time, but it felt very mutual. For example, both people suggesting plans, initiating hangouts. That also fits in with him not texting right away. The narrative so far. That he's not the good, not a good texter. Well, he's not the best texter, but mutual suggesting of plans, initiating hangouts. Okay, mm-hmm. now I'm a little bit less worried about him not reaching out to begin with. Like right. I, I, I kind of understand it a little more. Not the, go okay. Sorry. Yeah. For, for like two weeks in a row, he had been away on on a bachelor party, and then a weekend in Chicago with the boys. And yes, I know your take on trips. 
we texted I, briefly while <laughs> I've really instilled a lot of fear in people with these trips. I know, like we're doing <laughs> a tracking device on these men now. Uh, <laughs> we texted briefly when he was in Chicago and made tentative plans to hang when he got back. A couple of days after he got back, we went out on a Thursday. We drank a lot. A glass of wine before we picked me up, three beers at the brewery, and then who knows how many old fashions we had when we got back to my place. It's an interesting drink to make at your place. I mean, quite a mix of alcohol, wine, beer, and old fashioned. That is, I mean, I almost shit my pants hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> the evening was so fun. We talked, drank, and listened to music. At some point, we made the decision to go to bed. And although many... Uh, Although we've had many sleepovers, we had not had sex yet. Interesting. Okay. I don't know what possessed me to bring it up. And mind, and mind you, the details are very hazy. But I decided to just be like, I like you. And I just wanted to make sure we're on the same page. Hmm. I was not looking for labels or commitment. Just confirmation that we were both having a great time seeing each other. And that maybe down the road, it could turn into something. At first, he was okay. But then he freaked out. He went off on this rant about how some girl in college broke his trust. And he still wasn't over some girl from two years ago. We are 30. Um, (laughs) And he had commitment issues. Uh, He left in the middle of the night, obviously, as there was not much more to say in the moment. We were pretty drunk, and I don't remember the whole convo, and things had been going well, so I decided to text him a week later. Convo below. So I'll be her, you be him, and then we'll finish the email. Do you see? Uh, Yep. Okay. Hi, name. I hope you guys had had a nice time at your friend's wedding. I know I was pretty drunk last Thursday night and our conversation was really heavy which definitely was not my intention getting to know you these past couple weeks has been great so i was thinking that maybe it deserved a sober conversation at some point let me know if you feel the same hey this is six days later oh shit six days later hey that's a Okay, that should answer all the questions. That's at that crazy. Point, right? Yeah, because she <laughs> I even sent, remember like, to go back to that. I mean, she was very direct. She was yeah, like like oh yeah, I gotta get back to that girl who wants to marry. I gotta dump that girl. Like what is he? <laughs> I forgot. Oh shit! Like I yeah, I wouldn't even like scroll that far back in my text. Right, get... six days. That's I mean, crazy. If this was like a fairy tale, it'd be like, like read that. You would read that text. Read the last sentence. Um, the last her last sentence. Yeah. Let me know if you feel the same. Six days later, you're like, <laughs> like, right? Like this is crazy. That's the worst part. Yeah. Yeah. So six days later at seven thirty one p.m. Like she sent that three forty five p.m. I mean, the, he writes, hey, sorry, it's been a crazy week. I hoped, I would hope so. Right? Did, did the hospital blow up? I mean, did your apartment you blow up? Like, yeah, what happened? He writes, hey, sorry, it's been a crazy week, dot, dot, dot. I agree. I think it probably deserves a sober conversation. How is How does your weekend next week look? Like, okay. Okay, then she tries to maintain some dignity by replying the next morning. Mm. (laughs) i i'm out of town this weekend but i'm available monday night so then she said i would love to hear your thoughts on the timing of his this is this is her email again yeah yeah. i'd love to hear your thoughts on the timing of his response and his lack of response altogether and the breakdown of your thoughts on commitment issues and not being over someone from two years prior thanks for always keeping me laughing 
So I got to say, I have a few opinions, if you don't mind me. Um, let's, let's, I want to hear them all. I, 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 I think the, these are the worst types of conversations. He's not having a conversation with you. He is setting up a business meeting. Like, right. to go, like, to wait six days, if you genuinely wanted to, like, figure this out with someone, you would just call them right away or you would say, hey, I'll be over tonight. Let's figure this out. I've acted like a dick. Like, now he's doing the, well, I can do next week or do week or weekends work fine for you for our discussion about how I don't like you enough to move forward with you. Like, why are they even still talking? You know, right. I can see why she would be like so thrown for a loop here if they've been hanging out twice totally. a week for six weeks. That seems that's like 12 times they've hung out. That's and then she didn't even all she said was, I, I like you. And I'm wondering what your thoughts are. Well, <laughs> the, we've talked about this in the past. And the fact that they hadn't slept with each other changes that discussion. They hadn't slept with each other. They've been together. They've hung out 12 times and had sleepovers. Okay. Sex obviously means a lot to someone in this relationship. I'm not going to say who or, or make that assumption on anybody because it could be either of them at this point. But right. sex obviously changes something for someone. And he is saying he was at the point where she's going, I like you. I will be seeing your penis soon. And he was like, um, uh. no. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, he's like, not if it means that I have to like owe you anything at all exactly like this was all fun and games until he was kind of and again like i don't i don't think he doesn't like her but i think there's an element of this of like she's someone to date and go out with and we have fun together but i don't know what this will be but now i'm being asked to say it's something and not nothing right and instead of just kind of like saying that or i mean obviously that's a tough thing to say i think he sort of got into this like I have to justify this in a way. So I'm going to bring up this very latent relationship from years past yeah, to yeah, sort of yeah. make me look like not like the worst person. And she'll kind of hold on to that, which she does. Sure. And men, women, a lot of times need a reason. So they need to hear. So the reason sometimes isn't good enough. I, I like hanging out with you, but I don't want to be responsible for you and your feelings. Isn't really a good enough reason. Or, or an easy one to say. It's actually easier to say a woman of another time, like to turn it into like poetry. Right. Because then it becomes or, more romantic. Or I have commitment issues, which he might find. He Fine. might, but that's not like. All of us do. There's not one right. person. No, you know, like the, the idea of like, you know. What everyone, makes you so special? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone call, talks about commitment issues as if that doesn't anxiety and of commitment doesn't exist for everybody in different ways. We all kind of like assume the same type of commitment issues. We're all like, Oh, someone that won't move to the next level. What about someone who moves to the next level too quick? That's commitment issues too. So right. like we all have our, like to say that like there's commitment issues and everyone else is okay is too black and white, and not gray enough for me. Right. Well, here's the thing. There's never like, there's never a really good excuse like or like reason no there's never there's no reason that the person's like okay i don't feel unless it's like i'm not attracted to women or like 
I don't know, like there's, you know what I mean? Something like that would be so un, not personal or something like that. Well, like, there, there's no reason that gets her to go, oh, oh, I get it. Let me just suck right, your don't dick. Worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh, so you, you just want to date me and not have to like go to my parents' house? Okay, I'll suck your dick and then we'll just go home. Like she's never going to say that. Right. And there's, right, there's no answer that he could give that would be like real. That's not right. Yeah, I mean, I, someone once told me it's like, yeah, I, I have commitment issues, but like, uh, I really think it's just about compatibility. And that wasn't a good answer for me either because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the most honest answer they could give. Well, I remember being like, what do you mean we're not compatible? We've been like emailing each other for like months and we like been sleeping together and we've been dating. Like, what do you mean we're not like, then what are we like? Why are you? Why? Why did you? Why were you here this long? I could, yo, I could do four dates with you. I couldn't do a year, you know, like, yeah, that's that, like the that toughest. Exists, that's hard to say to someone. Yeah. Like, and, and that's kind of what he's saying. This guy is like, you know, you're like, Hey, I just want to let you know. I like you like that to me. Like she needs to realize she did nothing wrong. I don't yeah. like, I, I think she looked at someone and was like, Hey, I like you. I just want to let you know that like, that's such a powerful great thing that she did that's such a and, nice way to ex, ex, it, and a good good timing i think for that too i think like that's uh, great timing for her uh, to uh, say and that. and also if she's the one that's like hey i don't have sex with someone unless i have an understanding that they like me too that's perfectly fine and great like i and i think she was trying to figure out if taking that next step with him was the right decision and she found out it wasn't well, I think that that's why I'm saying it's great timing for her to do that because, like, I feel like she'd be so much more like bummed about this if yeah. they had sex. She probably felt even closer to him and like, oh, like this is a real thing. And then, and then he was like, well, my commitment issues and the girl from two years ago and whatever. Like to me, she did like everything right here, and she shouldn't apologize for it. Yes, yeah, sex or no sex, the guy who doesn't want to date you will. It's like. Like a lot of people are like, oh, he's just trying to have sex and get out of here. It's like, or, or like, I'm not, I'll have sex so that that person will stay. And it's like, it doesn't work either way. Like it's like, it's, it's almost like when, you know, those, like those time travel movies where they're like, we got to go back and they get to the same future, no matter how right. time they go back. It's like, whether you have sex or don't have sex or whatever, the person that kind of is like is semi into you will always be semi into you. Right. No, I agree. It's not like a good, it's not a good, I don't think it's a good manipulation tactic, but I do think it's a good tactic where if you know you get even more attached to someone after sleeping with them, why you might hold off on that for your own men, for your own sake, not for them. To no, I, I, I'm with you 100% on that where it's like, you know, I wouldn't, again, I say this with as much respect and, and taken the, I hope people take this the right way, but like, Sex should be very selfish for you in the first, you know, like I, you know, in the first, you know, when you're first going through that, like how you relate to it, it doesn't matter how the other person relate to it is, is only your problem when they start negotiating with you. 50 high school senior girls descend on Mobile, Alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize. It isn't Survivor. It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. 
Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh, out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. They even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get $15 off your order with code PODCAST15. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing and I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty-free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. I had another question about this email that I wanted your take on. Okay. Also, because okay, so I read obviously like I don't believe in the rules. I, I I read the rules. I remember at one point in my early twenties, um, that like you know what the rules is? No. It's basically like a dating book with like defined rules about like how you should approach dating as a woman. Okay. And like things that you should do and things that you shouldn't do. It's kind of like a lot of this. It's none of it is gray. It's all about yeah, kind of the, the stuff opposite that we talk of how I <laughs> how I would operate. Right. But go yeah. Right. So I remember reading the rules with some skepticism and one of the rules was like, don't ask a guy out or don't initiate because like if he's not, if he's not that interested, he might still say yes, but like he won't, he's not really going to be like, because he didn't take the effort to like pursue you or contact you. Um, he doesn't like, he could go either way and he's not as invested as if he had asked you out like himself. Um, I'd say again, like I'm not into rules. I understand where that comes from. Um, this scenario just made me think of that because she was like, he had her number, he didn't really use it. Then she sort of like, I will pushed say this. it. 
not God, that this is her fault, but you know, you know what I'm but saying. No, this isn't her fault. I I think it's nice of her, like, to reach out to someone. Again, it's something that, you know, I stopped you in the middle of this email to be like, okay, he's not a great texter. That could be reason that he doesn't reach out to her. But there is such a thing as being like, I think a lot of guys love collecting options, and you have to be aware of that. So when you come in and say like, so. Again, like, I think it's okay. What she did is great. And then, like, but I think you can also still be pursued. Like, just because you reached out doesn't mean that you shouldn't be pursued. So, like, hey, um, let me get that guy's number. Then he texts and he goes, oh, I don't want to lose that option. I want to make sure I still look like a good guy. Okay. That doesn't mean forget that he didn't text. You know? Like, that doesn't mean, like, forget that you didn't feel that great. Like, all of these things should be on a resume for you to break up with them. You know, like, like just because he's like talking to you doesn't mean that you're like interested, you know? So like I, some people are just like any amount of effort means you're interested. No, I you see what judge, you're saying. You judge that interest based so on it's like, notice it, remember yeah. it, but it doesn't necessarily have to be like a hard rule or no. Yeah. I, I but I would say like, if the sec if you reached out for the first date and then you're like that was a lot of fun let me know when you want to do a second and then they don't okay we're we're sensing a pattern here right yeah so when do they make and then when they text you how was your weekend you write back it was pretty good but like why haven't you asked me on a date like i think people can start acting a little bit more like so i was watching with Jess yesterday love on the spectrum ask, not love on the spectrum. Uh, mm-hmm. How to lose a guy. Okay. How to lose a guy in 10 days. And I, I've always been very interested in this movie because women, do you love how to lose a guy in 10 days? I loved it when I was like 13. I feel mm. like, I don't know what year it came out, if that's an accurate age for me. But I think when you get older and you watch it, you're like, oh, this is like ridiculous. But when you first watch it, you're like, this is good. I, I, it is ridiculous. The whole premise of the show, uh, the most rom-coms are ridiculous. But I think women love Kate Hudson in that movie, like just generally. Well, she's supposed to be this like cool, like confident girl that like knows how to date, you know, then she meets the guy who changes everything. Mm. <laughs> well, she also does this thing where she acts as crazy as she's like to act. She, she, and never second guesses herself once. So well, like, part she's, of the bet, Jared. well, that's part of the bet, but I'm saying <laughs> to me, I think women watch her on screen and like, that is like the first female superhero, like a woman that has the power to act as insane as she'd like to act without caring if it drives this guy away. And it's right. like, that is a superhero to a lot of women. Like that's the first Avenger. Like, the idea that some woman could be, like, there's aspirational assets, uh, like, aspects to that uh, that character. Like, you're not going to name the guy's penis Princess Sophia, but the idea of, like, hey, you know, you asked me on the first day, but you didn't ask. Yeah, you're not going to go to couples therapy where your friend's the couples therapist, but you're going to go, hey, like, the idea of, like, her going, hey, I asked you out the first time, but you haven't made an effort for the second time. Uh, what the fuck, dude? Like, that's almost like acting in a Kate Hudson, you right. know, ten, uh, how to lose a guy no, way. Sure. 
you know so well, it's a way of showing like i don't this is who i am and like if you're into it cool and if you're not like i guess you'll break up with me yeah i guess you'll just not go out with me yeah so right. i think that that idea of the rules like takes you out of that game that that's almost too protectionary of that you can't handle the rejection and it's like Right. I think I think now with with dating apps those rules are tougher because there's just so much clutter there's so many options there's so many people that you kind of come in contact with dating wise that again it's easy to get like turned off to all this stuff but also it's easy to like have someone go oh shit yeah I do want to go out with you right and I think that yeah bringing it back to what you originally said I think using the rules quote unquote or like as more of things to just like note than things to that are like okay they don't do this like fuck them is like mm. a is a more nuanced way to approach yeah dating. absolutely absolutely like and, and it's like also like give yourself a chance to you know in in this whole thing you know like like i like this person that wrote it yeah, I agree. I think she like did exactly what she should have done. Yeah, and and, and she's a smart person. She's obviously, uh, you know, in medicine. Like, you get to the end of right. this, and it's like, and what did you tell you? You were honest with someone and told someone they like you, that you like yeah. them. Like, boo, you know, boo for them. The only thing, yeah, the only thing I would change is if or, or mention is that if someone, if you try, if you're trying to have a serious conversation with someone and they don't answer you for six days, they're not someone you just, that deserves to have a serious conversation with you. That's a, yeah, absolutely. Like <laughs> at this point, like oh, we'll do Monday at two to discuss how I just want to fuck you, but I don't want to be like get the fuck right. out of here. Forget it. Yeah, yeah. Like that person yeah. isn't. You don't need to sit down and have this person try to explain. Like they're not. They're clearly the fact that they didn't answer you is enough. Is enough of a reason to not see them again anyway. Yeah, they're, they're going to give themselves a diagnosis on their commitment issues. Fuck off! Like bring your psychiatrist with you if you want to have a meeting. <laughs> right. I need it. I want the notes from your uh, yeah. from your last session. <laughs> well, that's our Sunday special. We did it again, Jordana. Right. Always, always a good, good episode. I think this one is no exception. No exception. We did it again. Keep telling your friends, coworkers, brothers, sisters, mamas, papas. Make it your Instagram stories. Tag a bitch. We'll be back next episode. Bye. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Dana Samuel. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at youuppod on Instagram and email your questions to uup at betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Betches.